Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. With lucky landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. But we're going to start tonight with campaign hysteria. It's... Um, you know, a little less than a year and a half before we vote for president again. And it's just ridiculous. Now, I told you back in the uh, beginning of this year, I wasn't really going to cover the campaign until late August. Uh, but I got to I got to move it up because there's so much garbage and nonsense going on. So I'm going to clear the woods here a little bit. But I'm not going to get into the nuts and bolts of it until the fall, because it's a lot of BS and a lot of posturing and a lot of bad media, you know, the usual. But money is already playing a big role in the 24 presidential race, and that is the subject of this evening's Talking Points memo. So the Biden campaign has announced it raised $72 million the second quarter of this year. That is the highest total ever amassed by a Democrat at any time for a quarter. So Biden is not having a very good presidency. I mean, if you're an objective person, a fair person, honest person, you got to know that. Um, yet the money is flowing in. There is a reason for it. And I'm going to tell you that in a moment. So uh, the Biden campaign says about 400,000 people have given him money. Um, but most of this money is coming from the progressive left. It doesn't go directly to President Biden. That would be a violation of campaign finance law. You can only give $12,500 each individual. couple can give $25,000. All right, that's it. It goes to political action committees that act on behalf of Biden. Same thing on a Republican side. So here are uh, some of the fat cats that are donating big money to Joe Biden to see him get reelected. The biggest is Jeffrey Katzenberg, who is running the Biden campaign. About 900,000 bucks Katzenberg has thrown in there. I'll tell you about him in a moment. Seth MacFarlane, uh, the TV guy, 100,000. Uh, Netflix uh, CEO Reed Hastings, 100,000. Marcy Carsey, producer in Hollywood, 100. Sybil Robinson Orr, 100. Michael Kors, uh, you got the handbags, 50. Tory Burch, 50. Lynn Manuel Miranda, that's uh, Hamilton, 20,000. Vera Wang, 10. And a winner tour, 10. On and on and on and on. So Katzenberg is the big guy, and he is a music mogul. He hangs with Spielberg and, and very in in the Hollywood community, very powerful there. So you have to understand that Hollywood is now 100 percent progressive, not all the people in it, 
but those who run it, all right, are 100% progressive. Now, Joe Biden is the most progressive president in the history of this country. There's nobody even close. Obama would be second, but he's a distant second. Remember, Obama didn't want gay marriage. I mean, a whole bunch of stuff. Yeah, he evolved, but believe me when I tell you, Biden, far and away, way more than FDR, way more. You know, Biden doesn't really have himself a personal philosophy. He just goes with the wind. And the wind, the power in the progressives comes from Hollywood and New York and Georgetown, D.C. That's where the nexus is. And that's where the money is and the media is. Now, you folks who live uh, outside of those centers, they don't care about you. Now, you would say, well, look, all of these people are very wealthy people. Why do they want socialism? Why do they want this huge nanny state run from D.C., which will dictate everything you do in your life? Why would they want that? They made their money in a capitalistic system. Um, They prospered. And here is the reason. They have so much money, they can't spend it. All right? As long as they live, they can't spend it. So taxing them and all of that, they don't care about that anymore. They're beyond that. They all have private jets. They all have yachts. They live large. um, And they want a woke, progressive culture because they believe the United States is an evil country and always has been run by white men who hate minorities. And Trump is the poster boy in their eyes for that. All right. That's what motivates them. Get rid of Trump. Get rid of all these fascist MAGA people, uh, marginalized conservatives. Uh, Every progressive thing is good. Uh, Let the country be run by minorities. The whites had their chance and screwed it up and whatever. Biden's on board with all that. Okay, diversity, uh, equity, inclusion, all of this stuff. That's what Jeffrey Katzenberg wants. We got his picture. Let's throw it up there again. So this guy, he's super powerful. Um, If you're an actor or a musician and uh, you're trying to work in Hollywood and he doesn't like you, you're not working. You're not working. Believe me, he makes one phone call, you're done. That's how powerful this man is. And he's given millions and millions of dollars to progressive causes. This isn't a populist movement. The progressive movement is not populist. It's centered, all right, in the very, very wealthy precincts that control the information and entertainment flow. So very important for you to know that. Now, Donald Trump did pretty well in the first quarter, but not nearly as well as Biden. Trump raised 35 million. Big number. Okay, again, it goes to his political action committee. And remember, uh, a lot of this money can be used for other purposes. Trump pays his legal bills out of donated money. Biden's going to have a lot of legal bills down the road. Mark my words. And he'll do the same thing. Ron DeSantis uh, picked up 20 million. Uh, DeSantis' campaign is not doing well right now. I'll get to that in a moment. You know, it was a big surprise is Tim Scott, uh, the senator from South Carolina, who announced he's running for president. He's doing very well. He, he raised about $20 million. All right. Pence, he didn't raise anything. Nikki Haley raised about five. Um, but Scott, that surprised me. I'm looking at that number and going, 
you know, that's a impressive number. Now, Ron DeSantis has not done well so far. He's way behind in all the Republican primary polls because he's not charismatic. And you compare him to Trump, who is charismatic, whether you hate him or not. Um, you know, DeSantis comes off as boring, dull, gray. His policies are good. He ran Florida well, just like Trump ran the federal government well in his four years in office. He did. And I don't care whether you say he did or not. I can prove he did. All right. But Trump is Trump. He brings in a lot of unnecessary chaos. And a lot of voters don't want that anymore. And that's why Trump, while he probably will win the primary and the nomination, he's going to have a hard time in the election, no matter who the Democrats throw up against him. Um, Biden, I don't think, is going to make it. All right. And then you'll see somebody like Newsom or, or Amy Klobuchar, even Michelle Obama, come on and quick. But it wouldn't matter the progressives. They'll give money to whoever's going to be progressive. I don't care if it's Biden or whoever. Doesn't matter. Um, so that's the scenario that we're looking at on July 17th. In a month, it's going to change fairly significantly. And by September, it'll change again. We're there for you every day, every way. And that's a memo. Did you know water heaters last about 10 years, refrigerators typically about 13? Every day in our homes, we rely on aging systems and appliances. I do. That means it's time to consider safeguarding your budget from unexpected expenses. American Home Shield has a solution. Pick a plan that's right for you. And when a covered item in your home breaks, contact their professionals to repair or replace it within the agreed upon coverage limits. It's that easy to stay stress-free and limit budget-breaking surprises. Right now, take $50 off. Please go to ahs.com slash bill to save 50 bucks. That's ahs.com slash bill. $50 off any plan. American Home Shield protect what you don't expect. See ahs.com slash contracts for coverage details, including limit amounts, fees, limitations, and exclusions. Who is there for the families left behind when a service member or first responder dies or is catastrophically injured in the line of duty? Who is helping our nation's homeless veterans? And who is helping our nation keep its vow to never forget 9-11? I'll tell you who. The Tunnel to Towers Foundation. The Foundations in the Line of Duty programs honor our nation's heroes and their families. That includes its Gold Star, Fallen First Responder, Smart Home, and Homeless Veteran programs. The Foundation's Never Forget programs engage people in 9-11 Remembrance Across America. Over 80 runs, walks, and climbs a year. Dozens of golf outings and barbecues. And the Tunnel to Towers 9-11 Institute is helping to educate kids in kindergarten through 12th grade about our nation's darkest day, 9-11. More than 95 cents of every dollar you donate to Tunnel to Towers goes to its programs. This charity keeps its word and honors our nation's greatest heroes. Donate $11 a month to Tunnel to Towers at T2T.org. That's T, the number 2, T.org. Let's bring in Senator Ted Cruz, D.C., uh, Texas, you know, you know, Senator Cruz, even if you don't recognize him behind a beard. Now, I ran into him a couple of months ago uh, in Washington, and he was attending uh, the Best Friends Foundation dinner where I was a speaker. And um, Senator Cruz didn't have to do that. OK, there were a couple of politicians there. 
And the Best Friends Foundation helps inner city black kids, you know, kids who are disadvantaged, don't have a father, whatever. It's a mentoring organization. I've been with it for years. And you know me, I, I mean, I'm, I vet these people. So I, uh, I grabbed uh, Cruz and uh, we chatted for a little bit, but I'm, I'm very pleased that he's on a program tonight. So let's go to, uh, to the Trump situation. You, you see this indictment about this color of law thing? I mean, you know, what is this? Well, sadly, Bill, you're right. It's completely unsurprising. And, and we've seen over the last two and a half years of the Biden administration, we have seen an almost complete and total weaponization and politicization of the Department of Justice, of the FBI, of the machineries of law, of law enforcement. Uh, the last book I wrote is entitled Justice Corrupted, How the Left Has Weaponized Our Legal System. And it walks through how, starting with Barack Obama, uh, the machinery of justice began directed at the opponents of the Obama White House, whether it was the IRS targeting conservatives or the FBI or the Department of Justice going after those who were political opponents. It then traces how when Donald Trump became president, many of those hardcore partisans burrowed into career positions at the Department of Justice and throughout the federal government. And for the four years Trump was president, they waged war against Donald Trump. They wanted to bring down the democratically elected president of the United States. Now that Biden is president, they are out in the open. They are brazen. Jack Smith is someone who sadly has been involved in partisan prosecutions before. Jack Smith was involved in the prosecution of Bob McDonald, the, go the governor of Virginia, Republican governor, was a credible presidential candidate until DOJ went after him. They prosecuted him, they convicted him, and the case went up to the U.S. Supreme Court. The U.S. Supreme Court reversed the conviction nine to nothing. Every yeah. justice said and that was this about is legally baseless. Governor McDonald accepting gifts from certain people. It's what they're doing with the Supreme Court now. Yeah. In the Senate, do any of your Democratic colleagues, would they agree privately that this is what is taking place? You know, sadly, they wouldn't. None um, of them? One of the real consequences, I think, of not a one of them. Really? One of the sad consequences of the age of Trump is that it broke the Democrat Party. That They hate Donald Trump so much that one of the things it's done is it's, it's eliminated moderate Democrats. When I arrived in the Senate in 2013, there was such a thing as moderate Democrats. Today, their fury and rage of Trump have driven them to the far left. So you were talking just a minute ago about the IRS whistleblowers, multiple longtime career IRS employees who risked their entire careers to come forward and say, what they're seeing with this Hunter Biden investigation is corrupt, that it's a political cover-up. And what they've alleged is the Attorney General of the United States, Merrick Garland, has committed multiple felonies, that he lied under oath to Congress in response to questioning from me before the Senate Judiciary Committee, and that he committed obstruction of justice. And the amazing thing, Bill, not a single Senate Democrat has any interest in learning whether or not the attorney general's committed multiple felonies because I do believe they are wearing a team jersey. I do believe that Garland will be impeached in the House. OK, I agree. And I think that will happen in late September, early October. Uh, but of course, he's not going to be convicted in the Senate. However, it will right. be damaging to Garland, who's not a strong man. 
I might point out, and I'm going to do this after you leave us, uh, that Bill Barr was involved with this, a Republican, and Eric Holder, the three uh-huh. attorney generals. This started in 2014 with Hunter Biden. All three looked the other way. And in Garland's case, he facilitated the slow walk and helped the Biden family. But Barr, the Republican, he knew what was happening, looked the other way. Do you agree with that? Look, there's no doubt that Barr should have been much more vigorous in going after this. Uh, If you look at the press repeats all the time, you know, David Weiss, the U.S. attorney who's who's bringing this investigation, is a, quote, Trump-appointed U.S. attorney. Yeah, every two seconds we hear that. Right. That's technically true, but the way it works in the Senate for a U.S. attorney, he's the U.S. attorney from Delaware, he cannot get nominated unless both senators from Delaware sign off. There are two Democrat senators from Delaware, Tom Carper and Chris Coons, which means as a practical matter, David Weiss was chosen by the two Democrat senators. And to be clear, in the state of Delaware, Joe Biden is the godfather, so to speak, of every Democrat. And and so, look, I got to say the allegations are really significant that the way this investigation was conducted, the Department of Justice's number one objective was to protect Joe Biden so that the investigators were forbidden from asking about no, the big guy, no asking about, about money that. going to Joe Biden. There's no question that about I, it. Hunter was set up as, as the fall guy and the patsy, essentially. Well, Hunter took the money, and so did Jim. And where's yep. Jim? Nothing happened to Jim. Now, one more question about politics, and then we'll get on to the uh, Biden situation. Um, you ran against Trump uh, in 16, and now Trump's way ahead in the polls. DeSantis was thought to be a competitor but DeSantis has not gotten off to a good start, primarily because he doesn't, um, it's really difficult, as you know, you went through it. I mean, to switch from a, a state or a Senate or the House into this massive national campaign, and Governor DeSantis is not a particularly charismatic individual up against, you know, the, probably the most charismatic president, whether you like him or not, Trump, we've ever had. In your view right now, Will Trump get this nomination? You know, I don't know. I, I, I think we have right now basically a two-man race on the Republican side. And I got to say, six months ago, the conventional wisdom was that Trump was a dead man walking, that he couldn't possibly win. I thought that was wildly overstated six months ago. Right now, today, the conventional wisdom is that Trump is unbeatable and it's a coronation and the race is over. I think that's overstated as well. I think we're going to have a real primary. I am good friends with President Trump. There was no one who was a stronger ally of his when he was president than I was in the United States Senate. And I'm also good friends with Ron DeSantis. I think he's done a terrific job as governor of Florida. And I think we'll have a real race. I'm staying out of the primary. I I am Switzerland on this. Whoever wins the nomination, I will enthusiastically support because I think the agenda we're seeing from Joe Biden and the Democrats has been disastrous for the country. All right. If you're Switzerland, you got to know how to yodel. Do you, do you know how to yodel? <laughs> you you know, right. sadly, Bill, I'm going to make a terrible admission. I actually played Max in the Sound of Music in high school and I yodeled on stage. <laughs> and no, I will not do it for you on your show today. All right. Now, uh, one of the most overlooked things in this um, Biden situation uh, and it came up again today. Um, I don't, don't know whether you follow me or what I'm doing here in our independent news agency, which is both a combination of radio and television. So we have a big reach. 
is that Matthew Graves, the district, uh, the U.S. attorney in uh, Washington, and uh, Estrada, Martin Estrada in Los Angeles, Central California, were both asked by Weiss in Delaware to help. Yep. The reason yep. was that Hunter Biden received money, physically received it, in both D.C. and California. Both Graves and Estrada said, no, we're not helping you. Yep. Merrick Garland could have ordered them to help. That's number one, correct? Absolutely correct. Okay. Did you know, and we broke the story two weeks ago, that Matthew Graves' wife, Fatima Graves, has visited the Biden White House 28 times since the president was elected? Did you know that? That fact I did not know. I followed this story very closely, but that his wife has visited the White House, I didn't know that. We broke it. There is no reason for that woman who is a left-wing activist, she heads a left-wing group, to have 28 visits in the White House. Now, you take that fact, and now I'm speculating that Fatima Graves was the intermediary going back and forth between the Justice Department. Remember, Matthew Graves and Merrick Garland work in the same building carrying messages and what else? Because you can't put them in writing, they'll be subpoenaed. Can't do it on the phone because they're all taped. All the calls are taped. That's what I think was going on here. So look, I I have no idea what communications were happening with Graves' wife. What I can tell you is that that Matthew Graves was a donor to Joe Biden, that Estrada in California was a donor to Kamala Harris, and that Merrick Garland, in response to questioning from me, was told told Congress under oath that that David Weiss and the prosecution would have everything it needed with no political interference. And and when Graves and 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 Estrada said no to prosecuting Hunter, those were the most serious violations. Those were the violations that carried real jail time. Right. And they're saying no. What it meant is that even though Hunter Biden had committed multiple felonies. He got a slap on the wrist and zero jail time. Right. But it's almost unprecedented that two U.S. attorneys would turn down another U.S. attorney who's asking for help. I have never heard that before. But anyway, let's get on to Kate's Law. Uh, July 1st, 2015, 32-year-old Kate Steinle walking with her dad in the Embarcadero District of San Francisco, shot dead by an illegal criminal. Jose Zarate, all right? Zarate subsequently put on trial. Um, he, the jury do, uh, ruled that it was an accident. He dropped a gun, blah, blah, blah. Zarate had been uh, deported five times. He was a drug dealer. He had multiple arrests in this country. And I put forth that there should be Kate's Law, where if you are deported after a commission of a crime in the United States and you come back, that's a crime in itself where you get five years minimum in a federal penitentiary. Now, that law picked up a lot of steam because I was doing the O'Reilly factor and you were involved with it. And it got filibustered out in the Senate because Mitch McConnell wouldn't put it up as a standalone bill. He attached it to something else that he knew wasn't going to get by the Democrats and it died. But now you're back, correct? 
You're reintroducing it? Yes. Tell so me look, what it let, says. Let me, yeah, I mean, let me start, Bill, by, by saying thank you for your passionate advocacy of Kate's Law, because you have had a, a big and loud megaphone advocating for it. This is a common sense provision. It says that people who are aggravated felons who repeatedly enter the country illegally will face a mandatory minimum prison sentence. And, and, and it's something I've authored Kate's Law in the Senate. Uh, I've repeatedly forced a vote on the Senate floor on Kate's Law. And sadly, every time we vote on it, every single Democrat votes no. It's a straight party line vote. You know, I've had the opportunity to, to visit with Kate Steinle's family, her beautiful family. Her father, Kate died in her father's arms and, and her last words to her dad were, were, were daddy help me. Um, you know, I gotta say as a father, I cannot imagine a greater agony than losing your child and feeling helpless to save your child's life. And, and, and it is indefensible that the Democrats continue to, to block this common sense law. Overwhelming majority of the American people support Kate's law, locking up violent criminals who repeatedly enter the country illegally. And yet today's Democrat party is so extreme that they side with the criminals over innocent American citizens. Now, do you have any estimate when that vote will come up or when you'll reconcile with the House? Because I know it's in the House too. the process here. Look, we're, we're going to continue pressing and using the vehicles that are available to press for a vote. Uh, I hope we will get a vote. We've gotten a vote twice previously before using a lot of the Senate getting a vote is opportunistic. You've got to find a vehicle that's moving where you have an opportunity to press it forward. But but I believe we'll force another vote and, and the Democrats are going to have to decide where they are. I will say one dynamic that is different which is the last time we voted on it, we had not had two and a half years of open borders under Joe Biden. We hadn't had the worst illegal immigration in our nation's history. Seven million people have crossed illegally under Joe Biden. We hadn't had last year, 853 migrants died crossing illegally into this country. We hadn't had hundreds of thousands or even millions of children physically and sexually assaulted by human traffickers. We hadn't had hundreds of thousands or even millions of women brutalized by human traffickers. We hadn't had what we had last year, more than 100,000 drug overdoses, the highest in history, 70% of which came from Chinese fentanyl crossing our southern border. And I will say the context is different, but when, when we get a vote, it's gonna come down to Senate Democrats. Their, their constituents support Kate's law and they're going to have to decide, do they yep. stand for the safety and security of families in their states or is partisan politics their top priority? Yeah. You know, you got to embarrass them. And then if the in the 24 election, if Republicans get the White House and the Senate uh, and keep the uh, House, then you'll get it passed. Oh, we can't thank you enough, Senator. Very uh, good to see you. Thank you. Uh, and check out that uh, check out that Fatima Graves story. because that's gonna, I, I will do that. Yeah. I mean, she needs to come in front of a congressional committee and testify on what the deuce she was doing in there while her yeah. husband was up to his neck in trying to protect Hunter Biden. Thanks again, Senator. We'll see you soon, I hope. Thank you, Bill. Time is our most precious asset. And many listeners seek advice on utilizing it wisely for personal growth and societal impact. Hillsdale College addresses this need by providing more than 40 free online courses on essential subjects. 
Dive into C.S. Lewis's works, explore Genesis narratives, grasp the U.S. Constitution's significance, unravel the Roman Republic's history, or delve into the ancient Christian church with these valuable courses, all accessible free. Now, you might want to check out Constitution 101, the meaning and history of the U.S. Constitution, a 12-lecture self-paced course gain insights into the Constitution's design, its challenges during the Civil War, and its century-long struggles with progressivism and liberalism. You can enroll at hillsdale.edu bill to become a defender of American freedom. Please join now. It's free, easy, and essential for safeguarding our liberties. Visit hillsdale.edu bill to register. Everything is expensive these days, you know that. The government is printing trillions of dollars in consumer prices higher than ever. If the government continues its printing and spending, the dollar could continue its freefall and lose its coveted role as the world reserve currency. Let's hope that doesn't happen. But there are a few things you can do right now. American Hartford Gold can show you how to protect your money your retirement, your hard-earned savings against inflation by helping you diversify a portion of your portfolio into physical gold and silver. Start with a short phone call, and they can have physical gold and silver delivered right to your door or put inside your 401k or IRA. So please call or text them right now. Tell them Bill O'Reilly sent you. Call 877-444-GOLD, 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. Again, that's 877-444-GOLD, or text GOLD to 65532. So joining us now from Leesburg, Virginia, is the Senior Vice President of Policy for the Cato Institute. And Cato Institute, I mean, it leans right in my opinion, but it's pretty fact-based. I mean, I read it and I, I see uh, what they're trying to do here, and that's bring in um, information that can't be challenged. So you wrote a uh, column. Uh, um, I, you didn't read a column. Your colleague, Tim Carney, uh, wrote a piece for Cato, and he went down a lot of the things that Biden is doing that are anti-democratic or so far left that goes against traditional America. Give me a few headlines from Cato's point of view about that. Well, I, I'm speaking for myself, not necessarily for everyone at Cato, but uh, what both Tim Carney and I were reacting to was a, a bit of a spin from the New York Times about how President Biden is staying above the fray on uh, culture war issues. Uh, the argument was, you know, he seems like a nice old guy and sometimes he messes up left-wing jargon. So therefore he's managed to keep himself distant from uh, a lot of the most divisive issues in the country. And uh, from both our perspectives, it's uh, a load of malarkey uh, because what really matters is what you're using the powers of the presidency to do and uh, President Biden has intervened uh, with the pen and the phone using the full powers of the presidency to try to settle some of the most divisive issues uh, in American politics. Uh, you know, for example, 
uh, his new Title IX order makes the president essentially the commander-in-chief of the girls' room. Uh, for every K-12 public school in the country and most colleges, uh, this order will give him the, the power to say which kid goes to which bathroom and maybe which kids get to be on the girls' swim team. Uh, that's not staying above the fray. That's using, that's essentially becoming culture warrior in chief and using the powers of the presidency to force a settlement on issues where Americans ought to be free to disagree. Okay, but the Title IX basically isn't a, um, a suggestion, it's a dictum that you can't, uh, the schools cannot deny trans students anything. Anything. They right. want to go it, to the girls. It's going to have implications. Right. That, but I, I don't know if people understand what Title IX is. So if you're a biological male that transitions into a female and you want to go in to take a shower with all the other girls, you can go shower by the presidential decree. Am I correct? Right. Uh, we're going to settle this issue on which people have really intensely held preferences, on which people are really divided. We're going to have the same rule for the People's Republic of Berkeley, a school there, and uh, for a high school right. in the Mississippi Delta. And, and you're uh, absolutely right. Biden is behind that 100%. He's also behind the equity thing that just got thrown out by the Supreme Court about hiring, about college admissions. He wants hiring college admissions and everything else to be based on skin color. Correct? He's aligned the administration with the so-called anti-racist activists who think that any difference in outcome, whether it's test scores or take-home pay, uh, is evidence of oppression and discrimination. And he's used the powers of the presidency to, to wage an assault on the American concept of colorblind law. I mean, even when as far in 2021, in the last... Uh, leg of the COVID pandemic, uh, it states that uh, we're following FDA guidelines from Biden's FDA, uh, minority status could move you to the front of the line for potentially life-saving COVID antivirals. Uh, and that's not the way the law is supposed to work in America. No. So the notion that Biden is staying out of woke issues and of these hotly disputed uh, battles over race and trans rights and that sort of thing, it just is not supported by the facts at all. Are you surprised the New York Times lied about that on its front page? <laughs> no, you're not surprised. Okay, I'll answer. I'll ask and answer my own questions now. Um, people should understand that the reason the progressive left seizes upon COVID, climate change, and other controversies is because the progressive left wants a strong central government in D.C. to control all aspects of American life. That's the bottom line here. So you take a climate change, you take COVID mandates, and you enhance the power of the federal government to a level where they tell every American how to live. Do you believe that Joe Biden himself, based upon his Senate 
experienced vice president, now president, believes that? You know, it's really hard to say after 47 years or however long it was in politics uh, before he got to the presidency, after that much time uh, as a professional politician, do you really have any deeply held convictions at all anymore? I think he's able to position himself politically as if he's not, he's certainly not leaning into culture war issues in the way that, say, a DeSantis is. He, he's not wearing the mantle of woke warrior. With one exception. Uh, but at the end of the day, what really matters is what is being done with the powers of the presidency. Okay. But let me disagree with you. Sorry, go ahead. Let me, let me disagree with you. At the end of every day, Joe Biden is the most radical left president that we've ever had. And I'll point to this. He does not believe there should be any restraints, legal restraints, on abortion up until birth. So if it's a half an hour before the woman is to birth a baby and the woman suddenly says, I don't really want this baby, has a panic attack or whatever it may be, Biden is okay with terminating the baby due to be born in a half an hour. That is so radical, such an extreme position, that puts you in the Nazi camp. That's what they did in the Third Reich, they do in China. You know, abortion, we don't, it's even if, in China, even if the baby's born after birth and a baby is deformed or has some problem, they'll execute the baby. In China, there's no law against that. Biden has done that, and then despite the fact that he's at mass every Sunday, which drives me crazy because the cowardly uh, Catholic clergy in America, they turn the other way. They turn their back to it, and they shouldn't. So that's where I disagree with you. I think this guy is harboring very, very radical left beliefs. Even though he's so fuzzy and he's so befuddled, he can't articulate them. Well, at the end of the day, I don't know that it matters how deeply held this, these convictions are. Uh, you know, what matters is what's being done with the powers of the presidency, the pen and the phone. And what I worry about is if we take, there doesn't, as with abortion, so too with, uh, with trans rights, I don't know why there needs to be one national rule uh, for which kid gets to go to which bathroom uh, for every every school in the country. But if we start having every culture war fight be decided winner take all at the furthest level from the people, you know, just based on which political party happens to win the presidency, we're in a very dangerous place. Sure. Because it, it's really something that starts convincing people that it's do or die every presidential election. It raises the stakes of our differences, which ought to be settled closer to home in different policies, in deep red territory and deep blue territory, instead of uh, one size fits all based on the dictates of one president. Right, uh, that's an really imposition. People. That's an imposition the founding fathers did not want. Um, Mr. Healy, thanks very much for taking the time. We really appreciate the discussion and uh, very interesting. Now, Let's go to the campaign. So I told you earlier this year that the No Spin News, BillOReilly.com, would begin in earnest to cover the 24 presidential election 
in August. Well, August is almost here. Unfortunately, summer just whizzes by. So I'm going to start to cover now. Not crazy, but when I see something interesting, I'm going to bring it to your attention. And I did see that last night. So new former New Jersey Governor Chris Christie appeared on Fox News and he confused me. All right. Let's roll sound cut number one. I was the first one on board in 2016. I chaired his opioid commission. I chaired his transition. I prepped him for the debates in 16 and in 20. You're talking about Donald Trump. And it's true. Christie was first on board. He prepped uh, Trump for 16 and 20 for the debates. Chris Christie. About three minutes later, here's what Christie said. Go. He didn't repeal and replace Obamacare with a Republican Congress when he said he would. He added $6 trillion to the national debt. He didn't build the wall in Mexico. He built 47 miles of wall. And guess what? We paid for every nickel of it. We got the first peso from Mexico. And so when you look at the ways that he failed us. Okay, so if he was that bad, why did you prep him for the debate in 2020? I'm a simple man. Simple man. So I'm not... Trump's press agent here. Okay, I I could rebut Christie on all of those, but that's not my job. But my job is, you just said, Governor, two minutes ago, that you prepped him for the debates at 20, and now you're telling me that he did a terrible job as president, so why would you prep him? Now, a skilled interviewer would have picked that up immediately. I was yelling in my living room. I picked it up. But no. No. Okay. Shipping can make or break a sale, so optimize how you ship your orders with ShipStation. They make it easy to automate and manage orders no matter how big your business grows. And they might even be able to help reduce shipping and warehouse costs. So optimize and keep up your momentum for growth with ShipStation. Sign up for your free 60-day trial now at ShipStation.com and use the code P-O-D. That's ShipStation.com with the code P-O-D. With Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, We've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Jason Miller is a senior advisor to Donald Trump's presidential campaign. Miller's been on board with Trump for a long time. Um, And he said something very interesting yesterday. Go. At the moment, President Trump has indicated that he's unlikely to participate, at least in the first two debates. He's up by 30, 40, and even new polling shows he's up by almost 50 percent in certain places. It really wouldn't make much sense for him to go and debate right now with a bunch of folks who are down at 3, 4, and 5 percent. And that's true. I mean, and, but the big reason is if Trump showed up to that Fox News debate at the end of August, all of them are going to gang up on him and the moderators. Okay, so why would you do that? Why would any human being? You can't you can't fend it all off. 
And the press just salivating for that. It's not about being afraid. It's about being sane. Smart life. So I got a letter from a uh, concierge member in Mississippi. And all of these letters are confidential. And a woman said she lost $1,500 buying airline tickets. And she wanted to know if I could do anything about it. The story is that she ordered the airline tickets through a website called MyFlightSearch.com. Okay? And when she got to the airport, the airline said, these tickets are invalid. We're not going to honor them. They're not good here, even though she paid the money. Now, the Better Business Bureau has a one rating out of five on MyFlightSearch.com, the lowest rating. There have been 500 complaints against this outfit. So it made me sad, but I, I, I wrote back to the concierge member. I said, look, you got fleeced and you're going to and you got, you know, your money is gone. But this operation is still there, myflightsearch.com. And people don't know. But I don't know why people don't know. That's what kills me. So you've got to be focused on suspicion. We live in a country, in a world, in a time where millions of people are dishonest. And they're setting up all this stuff on the Internet. And you don't check it out? You know, you got to check every, if you pay anybody for anything, you got to check it out. 1500 bucks for airline tickets, and not to mention the trip goes down a drain for the poor woman. So anyway, don't use a third party to buy anything. You want an airline ticket, call the airlines or get a travel agent in your town. Want a hotel? Call a hotel or get a travel agent. Do not do third parties. Smart life. Okay, here is the final thought. Um, according to the National Assessment of Educational Progress, only 14% of urchins in school read when they're not in school. Read for fun. 14%. 31% never read anything. 31% of the, uh, of the urchins. Why? Because they're on this all day. But only 14% reading books. So we had the summer reading program. Throw it on up. Killing Crazy Horse. Killing the killers. Killing the legends. Look, Crazy Horse teenagers would be very engaged. If the teenager is bright, killing the killers, they'll get through it. Now, Killing the Legends... It depends if they know Elvis, if they know Muhammad Ali, if they know John Lennon. It's an easy book to read, but I'm, I'm gauging interest level here. But you get three of those books plus a team normal hat for $32.95. And I told you last night, that's a piece of salmon in a Long Island restaurant without any potato or vegetable. $32.95. Come on, three books and a hat? Anyway, try to get those urchins to read. You know, it's our responsibility as parents, grandparents, uncles and aunts to get these kids to read. But you got to give them something that's fun to read and discuss it with them. 
Thank you for watching and listening to the No Spin News. New column Sunday noon. We'll see you again Monday. Hey, guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun, too. It's a thing. And now the truth is out there. I can tell you about my favorite place to have fun. Chumba Casino. They have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week. You can play for free anytime, anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.